Ahoy everybody! Thank you for tuning in to Airborne Entrepreneur. Welcome and thank you for tuning into my podcast. Today I have with me Imogen Van Hagen and I did it right. Yeah, you did. <laughs> so happy. Thank you very much for joining me. And I, I, why I invite you, I was really, I actually tried all what you do and I would like to talk about it later. And uh, I think that's amazing uh, stuff that you brought into Australia and in, in Perth. And I know you're a successful business owner and you're an amazing woman. You're beautiful, smart. And I think, you know, just have all these as a package. I just want to know how you do it. What is your background? Where did you come from? And also, I would love people to know more about you and uh, yeah, and try to do your stuff what you offer because I think it's amazing. (laughs) Thank you so much. And uh, it's a pleasure to be here. (laughs) Thank you for coming. And yeah, if you if you can imagine, tell us a little bit more about you because I know you have interesting story, and I think it's always nice to share. And I would like to know more as well because I know a little bit, <laughs> but not everything. That is, where are you from? Because the the name it's probably somewhere in Europe. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So I actually I'm married to a Dutchman, and um, I guess I'll start from the beginning, and I'll get to I'll get to that part um, yeah. shortly. But I uh, I actually come from. Um, I'm born and raised in Perth and um, I have uh, 12 brothers and sisters. So I have a very big family and um, I grew up in one house with eight boys and me. And um, yeah, that's definitely a big family. (laughs) (laughs) Very big family. People ask me, how did you do that? I'm like, well, they were just, they were all actually incredible brothers. So um, are you almost like same age or is a huge difference between you? Oh, um, the youngest is 23 and the oldest is 51. Okay, that's a big difference. <laughs> a big difference. And I'm 32, so I am number 11. Yeah. <laughs> we oh number ourselves. Yeah, that's funny. Yeah. Um, but look, I have to say, you know, we didn't have the most stable upbringing. Um, I lived in 30 houses before I was 14 years old and went to five different high schools because my parents moved around a lot. And... Um, I actually moved out of home at the age of 14. I moved from Brisbane, sorry, from Perth to Brisbane um, to live with one of my older brothers. And I remember from a really young age um, searching for balance in my life and stability. And, um, you know, as you can imagine, going to so many different high schools, being pulled from one to the next, it can really cause you to have um, low self-esteem and self-confidence issues and um, you know, back then going through adolescence, I really struggled. Yeah. You know, I, but on the other hand, sorry, on the other hand, you probably built really, really strong resilience and agility, you know, like the, the adaption has to be really strong. Like you, 100%. Yeah. And, you know, people ask me, how, how are you so resilient? How does not much phase you? How can you just bounce back and just, you know, see every problem or challenge as an opportunity? I'm like, well, I've been through a heck of a lot in my life. That's why. And I've turned, you know, my youth and my upbringing into my superpower. Yes. Awesome. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Um, And, you know, so at the age of 19, I actually started my self-development journey because as I mentioned, you know, I was always interested in um, improving myself and developing myself, but I I didn't know necessarily how until I was introduced to self-development at that age. 
And, um, you know, I did this course that went for three days and um, I went in this very mousy, insecure, you know, young girl, right, who didn't have a voice. And I came out the other side completely unstoppable. You know, I had just transformed my um, my relationships in my life that were holding me back ultimately, but most of all yeah. the relationship that I had with myself. That's amazing. Yeah. And that's very, very, all of us should start with relationship with ourselves. Mm-hmm. I think that's most important. And I love that. Like you actually came inside with no voice and, and that's what all, all we have. We don't have voice, you know, when we are young, we don't know. And, and mm-hmm. everyone has that struggle. I think it's very, like very much, talking to broad audience that when we are young and if we are looking for like who we are, what we want, we just, we, we really have low, you know, low self-esteem usually because you don't know like, like what's next. No, that's it. And, you know, I was living my life trying to make everybody around me proud, right? But I was not proud of myself. Yeah. And after that, doing that course, I came out being so proud of myself and really stepping into being proud of myself and the, you know, just celebrating every small win that I achieved in life. And that's how I stepped into adulthood. That's beautiful. And I would like to point it out that because I think that's very important what you just said, that we we are forgetting celebrate wins. We don't see that because we are the biggest critic of ourselves. Like we always criticize everything what we do. That's it. Yeah, exactly right. We're constantly looking at what the things that we did wrong and, yeah. you know, how we, um, yeah, and really just not, you know, stepping back and acknowledging the, the really small steps, yeah. right, that we take to ultimately reach the goals and get success in our life. And, you know, most people are also just so focused on that end goal right, that they don't even stop to smell the roses and yeah. really yeah. just, yeah, right, just recognise. <laughs> yeah. Smell the roses. I love that. <laughs> That's all right. Like people, people just, I just, this is just such a great message because people really focus on goals and they forget to enjoy the journey, enjoy mm-hmm. everything. Like what they meet on the way, what conversations they have, what is happening in their family, like all these small things. People can be just like so focused on one thing. Absolutely. Yeah. And, you know, and looking back at it now, all of those, those things that I went through and that I overcame during adolescence, right, they are the, the reasons why I am so resilient today and you know also why I'm such a successful business owner and I'm a go-getter and you know because you could almost say that that is success right but you know that's but it's because of all of those small things and those small challenges that yeah just really created this yeah and definitely because I think the resilience and to be able to adapt you know and and respond really fast to any change that is happening in your business or life. I think that's the most important attributes we should have, or, you know, like every business owner should have, because there is no, no chance that your business will go smoothly ever. No, no. no. And if you have that life that most kids actually now have, what is really sad, that parents taking care of them so much, you know, just trying to like not move the houses, be, uh, you know, all the time Mm -hmm. around them and keep them safe. 
it's actually building opposite, not resilience, but it's actually building the behavior that when something will happen when they are 18 or 90, or sorry, about 20, that something will happen, they will just react and they will be probably have some mental issues, your mental problems, Definitely. because they don't know what to do. It's a, you know, it really is at the forefront of my mind being a mum that I think, you know, how can I give Eleanor the same lessons that I have yeah. in terms of resilience, right, without giving her the trauma, but yeah. still giving her, because children still need stress in their life, right? Oh, yeah. They need to learn to how to overcome it because how are they going to do that? How are they going to, you know, naturally yeah. be able to do that when they become adults? Exactly. And I, that's just such an amazing I would say the way of parenting. And I love that about you because I think it's so important to, to get kids, you know, they can, they can get injured, you know, they can get hurt. It's fine because now they can kind of, you know, stand up, wake up and they're fine. You know, they just say, shake it up <laughs> and they can go, they can continue because that's what you did basically, you know, that, yeah. that you had to adapt, you had to do it. You can't just, you know, stay and cry and be stuck somewhere. You just had to do, you had to go to different school, and have new friends all the time and I think that's I, I honestly I, that's just what I think is best way to raise your kids to really yeah. give them taste of everything because they will and be I, amazing adults and I have to say you know going back when I did go to those five different high schools and you know being going to one for three months and because my parents moved then I went to another one and then I at the time it was really tough right? It was a real struggle on me. And also because at that age, you know, you're just trying to find your identity. It's such an awkward time in your life. And, um, but looking back at it now, it's turned me into a chameleon. I can walk into a room of people and just talk to anyone, get curious about anything because I was forced to do that. And, you know, something that I really stand by in life is trade judgment for curiosity, because you can't be judgmental if you're being curious. And, you know, when you're curious, that's when you, you know, get to know people better. It's when you share connection. Yeah. It's when you build relationships. And so that's, you know, probably the biggest thing that I got, the big le lesson I got out of that. That's awesome. That's actually great because I have my program Quantum Leap is actually first lesson, first week is, you know what, take it easy. Just watch yourself when you judge and compare yourself to someone else or something else. Yeah. And it's just such a big thing. People are like, oh my gosh, <laughs> like we are actually judging all the time. Mm -hmm. And, you know, you judge better, you judge people, you judge yourself all the time. You look at yourself and you say like, oh, this is not good. I don't like this. I don't like that. And there's judgment every day. That means it's really good. And I love that. Exchange that for curiosity. Yeah. Important. <laughs> awesome. Definitely. Uh, do you plan to have uh, 15, 20 kids or? <laughs> <laughs> I would love to, but I also plan on, you know, traveling back to Europe to see my family once a year. And that's a pretty expensive exercise every time. If I would yeah. want to do that. Um, but yeah, I do. I do want to have more kids and, you know, I think it's, really nice you know I actually have 25 nieces and nephews so <laughs> at 32 I'm really jealous <laughs> yeah that's so cool <laughs> I have like two and I really want more <laughs> yeah it's the best to have a big family you know in a couple of weeks we're going on a um, camping trip with you know half of the family and we've got a big convoy of caravans going all the way up the west coast of Australia literally like a circus <laughs> that's so good yeah. um anyway you know you you did ask me you know how I got into 20 fear and 
I actually, after I did that course that I was telling you about, I um, booked a one-way ticket to Amsterdam two months later. And um, <laughs> Amsterdam, because I have Dutch roots, my dad is Dutch and um, he was born there, but yeah. grew up in Australia. Yeah. And um, I moved to Amsterdam um, after, you know, after booking my ticket, I actually met a Dutch guy in Perth and he was from Amsterdam and it was just meant to be. We spent three days together. I was like, I already have a one-way ticket booked there. And um, we spent three days together and then three months later, I was there and we started living together straight away. And we've been together 12 years and married for seven. So awesome. That's yeah. Like, yeah, we know this is it. <laughs> exactly, exactly. That's actually funny how that happens sometimes because I, I, I met my friend or my, my partner as well. That way, like I was actually just leaving Thailand after three years living there and I was like I just bought a ticket I just sold my business I'm moving back <laughs> and I was like now I had like two weeks of best dating <laughs> dating time and I was like this is wrong yeah. it's so funny how some like how, how life is going around that like it's just always oh. making that another challenge <laughs> exactly and it's you know I, I thoroughly believe in you when you put something out there into the universe all the opportunities open up right and that's exactly what happened in that situation just by booking that one yeah ticket. um and yeah you stay in Amsterdam how, how long have you been living there or what? I actually lived there for eight years okay um yeah uh, and I I fell into the recruitment industry um really young and um started working for this British company and um, a global recruitment company as a recruitment assistant and discovered pretty quickly that I was really good at the job, mainly because I was very good with people yeah. and, um, and analysing people. And I was just very curious and interested, right? So great at recruiting people. And uh, <laughs> then I, um, I grew pretty quickly within the uh, organization. I moved up to recruiter and then senior recruiter. And within my third year, I was uh, managing a team um, across a global team and um, in the executive search part, heading up the oil and gas division of the yeah. company. And um, I was, you know, top biller across a hundred employees for a number of years. And um, yeah, really just built this, you know, um, big life for myself. But I have to say, although I was very good at the job and I, and I did that for about six, seven years, and um, it really started to take a toll on my health because I was working 50, 60 hours a week. You know, it's a work hard, play hard kind yeah. of environment. Yeah. Um, I was traveling extensively, you know, one week I would be in Paris or Spain or Manchester and the next I'd be in Abu Dhabi or Houston. So it was, you know, it sounds glamorous, but it was not because you it fly, is not. No, you fly in, you fly out, you fly in for a meeting, you do go to the meeting yeah. and you fly back out again. And these are, you know, long trips. That's yeah. I, I experienced that, and I absolutely know what you're talking about because I was uh, a few years in uh, in a company that I was traveling around Europe because I had teams in different countries, mm. and it's just so like it's fun, it's great. Yeah. But after a while, you're like, I just want to stay like at home, like for like three, five days, like one week or two weeks. Give me two weeks. Yeah. <laughs> just not moving around all the time. Yeah. It really takes yeah. a toll on you, and you know, at at a certain point, your health does get put to the side yeah. because you know you just you're rushing from a to b you're moving yeah. at warp speed um when do you find time to fit in exercise you know you're often eating at airport hotel food yeah. 
that's the worst part of that. Like yeah. even in hotel, like I was able to go for run quickly or when hotel had like pool, I remember I was like, yes, I can go to pool or I can do something like at least evening or super early morning. But, but after that you have exactly hotel or plain food. And I was like, oh no, <laughs> that's just so unhealthy. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And um, I, one day I was riding my bike through the, um, you know, city of Amsterdam and I came across this little studio, right? And it said on the window, a three hour workout in 20 minutes. And I was like, <laughs> yeah, I was like, how is that possible? First of all, surely it's too good to be true. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and you know, at the time I have to say my health took a massive turn. Um, I was, because I was so overworked and overly stressed, um, I started to lose a lot of weight, even though, you know, I was still, you know, eating as normal. I lost a dramatic amount of weight. I had this constant upper back tension that just would not go away. No matter how many physios, massage therapists I saw, it just, it was like, you know, this kind of stabbing pain in my back just constantly and um, really impacted my sleep. So I wasn't sleeping well. Um, I had achy joints, you know, and it just the stress was manifesting in my body. Um, but I, I thought it was more than that. And, you know, I thought, you know, that I was actually getting sick and, you know, maybe I had cancer or something like that, you know, like all these th thoughts were popping into my head because yes. that's how bad it was. And, um, so I ended up getting, you know, undergoing a, a series of tests over over a course of months with doctors and hospital visits and, you know, and it, it just came down to like, they couldn't find anything that was wrong with me. It came down to how I was living my lifestyle, you know, that I was living this kind of all or nothing kind of lifestyle, this extremist, yeah. um, not taking care of myself. And the stress was simply manifesting in my body. Yes. Yeah, yeah, I know exactly the feeling. Yeah, yeah. And it was, I was completely out of balance, right? There was no balance in my life. And um, in that moment when the doctors said, you just need to change your lifestyle, I agreed with them. And, you know, I decided I was going to give up working in this job. You know, I was earning so much money, but you couldn't pay me any more to stay in the job. That's how fed up I was. And that I just didn't want to feel that way anymore, yeah. you know? And um, so my husband and I, we decided that you know, we were, he would sell his business in uh, Amsterdam and I was going to step out of um, what I was doing, but there was still, a, a, you know, a two year overlap of, of doing that because it's a big process relocating countries. And we decided that we were going to relocate to Australia and just change our lifestyle. And during that two year process, I was searching for something and I was searching, you know, what can I, what can I do with my life? What am I passionate about? You know, I know I'm very good at sales, obviously, for, given the last seven years, but you know, it's not my passion, right? Yeah. And my passion is with people. My passion, I've always been passionate about health and fitness and nutrition, yeah. you know? And um, then I came across this little studio, right? And I stepped in there and I thought, well, heck, I'm going to give this a go. I was so <laughs> nervous, right? Because it's like electro muscle stimulation. I was nervous at your studio. <laughs> yeah. 
Of course. You're like, oh my God, are they going to electrocute me? Like, am I going to come out of here alive? Yeah. I was um, so scared. I know what you're talking about. I was like, no, just don't study it. No, no, I'm not prepared. Yeah. <laughs> do, do you remember your first session so well? I do. I do. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Tell me about yours. <laughs> yeah. Well, mine was, you know, going on eight years ago now. And, um, the I remember when they you know started turning the machine on I was like oh my god this is a really strange sensation it didn't hurt okay so that that part of me was put at ease because I thought it was going (laughs) to hurt but it didn't um and then you know during as the workout went on you know two minutes in three minutes in I started to get used to the sensation and because I didn't have hours to spend in the gym right I was I became more and more as the minutes went in I was like, wow, I could just feel muscles activating in my back, in my glutes, in my, around my core that I just had not felt in a really, really long time. And by the end of the 20 minutes, my mind was blown. I was dripping with sweat. I felt like I'd spent three hours in the gym, but it was only 20 minutes. (laughs) And um, the next day, you know, remember that back, upper back tension I told you about? <laughs> yeah. Well, the next day I was on my bike and it just, it occurred to me that upper back tension was gone. I yeah. had it for two years and it was abs- yeah. like, it was just disappeared. And I was like, oh my God, that was because of that session. It had released all of that stress tension in my back. And, you know, I guess because I had all these muscular imbalances from not activating those muscles, it had activated them. And, you know, all my brain was sending signals down to muscles again that had woken them up. I don't know, right? But it was gone and I was flabbergasted. And um, my husband at the time, he, he owned a real estate company. So he did a lot of sitting behind his computer, behind, you know, in the car, doing tours, that kind of thing. And um, he had uh, chronic back issues. So every time he'd bend over to pick something up, he'd put his back out because what his problem was, he actually could not activate his glute muscles. So his brain just wasn't sending signals down to those muscles anymore. Yeah. Yeah. So every time he'd pick something up, he'd use his lower back. Yeah. Kind of like, yeah, just going. Yeah. Yeah. And I I saw actually young people doing that. And I was like, oh my God. Like when I see people, it's, it's just, it's, it's almost sad because you can see young person and it's going to, you know, down the way that that is like, oh, that's like old person. It's like, yeah, like you have really struggled. You struggle. Like I saw that, like when people do it, it's like, oh, they need exercise. Definitely. And, you know, because it's it's called sitting disease, right? We sit on the couch, we sit on the car, we sit behind our desks, right? And, you know, the majority of the population just don't move enough, right? Or sit sorry I, I was just going to say that you're so right because like I was sitting last year when I started the business and really really started to work hard mm-hmm. and that this is last few days or it's only a few days that I exchanged everything I threw away my chair and everything and I just put a stand, standing table up and I'm standing last few days and everything changed in my body yeah it's just like yeah it's it's a, absolutely amazing like that's that's right like I believe that is this sitting disease like that's horrible, especially for back. Oh, especially for your yeah. back. And, you know, as we get older, it's even more important to 
keep those muscles active. Yeah. And um, I, I see it all the time, Alex, you know, and um, anyway, so, you know, my husband, he, w- he would go to physio and chiro appointments and that's what they would say to him. You, you just can't, he literally couldn't squeeze, contract his glutes, right? They were dead. And um, two sessions it took. So I took him along with me. I was like, you've got to try this. It's amazing. <laughs> and um, after the second session, he felt his glutes fire up in a way that he had not felt in a really long time. And I can honestly say ever since that day, he has not had a back issue since. That's amazing. That's absolutely yeah. amazing. That's- yeah. Yeah, I, I can imagine because I tried your exercise. Yeah, <laughs> I tried that. Because I know exactly what it is. Like I felt the muscles that I didn't even know that I have. No, to be honest, and that was just so much. I was so much, in so much pain, and I was like, "There is muscle I never ever saw and felt." And, and like, is that muscle? Right? <laughs> like yeah. that's weird. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, oh my gosh! Like you almost feel like afterwards for a couple of days, like is. Is, have I hurt my back? Yeah. You're like, no, it's just actually I've got DOMS in my back muscles. <laughs> I know, it's so weird, yeah. but it's great. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so, look, from that moment, it, I, I decided this is what I want to do. I, I knew that I was in yeah. love with the product. I knew that I could bring it to Australia and, you know, make a difference to people in who were living the busy lifestyles that we had once lived and um, you know who were also constrained by their circumstances and their environments and you know so many people put exercise on the back burner or because they don't have time or because you know lots and lots of people are just too scared to go into a gym environment how intimidating are machines in a gym environment or being around people with big muscles I know but honestly there was even even for me like when I was I was going to gym but then I stopped and I had a few months, you know, big, big pause. And after that, I had to go back. I was always thinking like, oh, I don't know. There will be some new machines. I don't even know how to use it. People will look at me like, you know, like, oh, she doesn't know what she's doing here. Like, we always feel like we will be judged, you know, it's, it's really weird. And it is scary for anyone. That means I can imagine when a person is going first time to gym, you know, that that was my scary day. I know that. Oh my gosh, I know. Yeah. And, you know, you and I, we, you know, we are exercise lovers. Yeah. And even I get that feeling, you know, when I go yeah. to a, g- a new gym for the first time, it's so yeah. intimidating. It is. And yeah. then lots of people just don't take the leap. They just, you know, don't take the step. And then, um, and then they suffer for it, you know, with through back yeah. issues and, um, and, you know, I, yeah, a number of other things as well. But um, yeah, so I really just wanted to help that big chunk of people who um, were being constrained by their circumstances. Yeah. And um, yeah, and then I brought it to Australia in 2016. <laughs> yeah, amazing. Like that's, I just love how you found out what you want to do, you know, and, and you actually went to you tr- you started with okay what I'm passionate about what I love to do what I was always interesting into and and I think that's so important to be in that area or be in your you know genius zone or how other people call it like just to really feel that you are aligned and you found a great mission because you know that helped you and helped your husband and I think that's that's the most important part that you have experience you find it as a perfect and an awesome exercise that is helping you in a short time. And I can tell also because the studio is so small and nice, it's very family warm 
and you don't need to feel bad because everybody always you always have girls there or if you are there you know it's, it's just always nice and you feel welcomed you know it's, it's yeah. just like you take care of the person that is there because it's not another 10 people it's usually just two people exercising that was when I was there but it was great you know and you can take friend if you feel a little bit awkward you you tell someone come with me and yeah. you have friends and that means it's nothing to be scared of only the pain <laughs> and then it's yeah and then it's fun to do it together but yeah the after <laughs> the, the after doms for 72 hours afterwards yeah that's a little bit painful the first yeah. time your but body does cool. get used to it but yeah. you know it's uh then you know you've worked hard right <laughs> no I love it I, I, I actually loved it and it was fun you know like first first exercise I was like ah ah <laughs> just like I don't know what to do but after that was like you know what actually it's not that painful it's actually good like yeah. when you actually start to feel it like what muscles are working and you focus on your muscles I think that's the magic you know like you can really feel like all your body really is working out yeah and you don't need to do any hard exercise it's just no. tell us more about that that means 2016 you you came you brought it into Australia and you started your 20 feet yeah yeah so we actually started off as um a mobile business when we were it's it's a pretty funny story and this is me right just um I was 39 weeks pregnant when I started 20 fit awesome. <laughs> yeah and then I uh and then you I were, you were bored it's like oh yeah. I don't need to do something well I I took a year off with um with Bob in between the relocation right and um we basically packed all of our stuff into a sea container um, sent it to Australia and then we just decided we're going to go traveling for a year and in that year we wrote our business plan we did all of our research just from you know different locations we spent two months in Thailand we went back to Europe and um, then on our trip in um, uh, Australia so we, we came to Australia and then we bought a car and a rooftop tent and you know we did a full circle because I'd never done that before I'd spent lots of time in Europe traveling but never in my own country and on that trip is when I actually fell pregnant and um, it was not necessarily the intention um, but you know <laughs> when I kind of got to 30 weeks I was like oh, I should probably you know find a house get a job <laughs> find some income no <laughs> not get a job parent. <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly um and you know we should probably go get 20 feet set up now because um we've done all the planning we've got the infrastructure there ready to go and we had all of our equipment arriving and um, then we actually landed in Perth and we literally just pressed the button and um, hit go and it was a great experience and uh, we were going out to companies doing corporate fitness and um, you know, Brown's Dairy was one of our first clients and we would go out there and, and train yeah. their corporate teams and, you know, 30 people in one hit. And it was it was great. And it kind of got us started. And um, then we found that, you know, we were doing these corporate programs that people wanted to continue training with us after the six or 12 weeks was up that the, you know, that the company yeah. was um, providing for. And um, so then we set up Vic Park in um, our 25th studio in Victoria Park in the Wellness Collective building. And um, yeah, it's just, it's been going gangbusters ever since. And then we um, opened uh, Nedlands in uh, what, two years ago now. So we've um, had two studios now and it's really, yeah, it's, it's going, 
It's going great. And, and I have to say, you know, just going back to something that you said at the beginning of the podcast about, you know, um, resilience and being able to pivot with um, the, I guess, the challenges that you're hit with. Yeah. Um, last week, actually, I got a phone call from my landlord in, uh, in Netherlands saying that um, they were discontinuing our lease over there because they had to undergo That's a major rule. <laughs> I know. I was like, what? <laughs> you can't do it. <laughs> yeah, I know. But, you know, we've got a We've got a big community of people over there who we service and um, and we love our little studio over in Netherlands. Yeah. You know, that's where you came to. Yeah, yeah. Um, but of course, I understand their position. You know, they have to undergo a major renovation and, and take over the space that we're in. Yeah. And at first I was, you know, my initial response was, oh my God, you know, I employ full staff over there. I have, you know, close to hundred members over there. I have, um, you know, you know, like, are they going to, like, what's going to happen? Am I going to lose money? Yeah. And, you know, that's all this stuff starts going through your head, right? And I guess when you, when you were, this is how I approach stress, right? Or stressful situations, because for the first couple of days, I was getting so caught up in those nitty gritty things. Like, oh, you know, this is like, um, I was just, I was yeah. really scared, right? You focus and, on the stress. You focus on the bad things that are happening, yes, basically. Exactly. And what bad can happen. It's just that yeah. story, the negative story, yeah. Exactly. And that gives you tunnel vision, you know. Yeah. Then you can't see anything else yes. but the bad things that, are, that yeah. could come from the situation. And then I stopped and I thought, you know what, this is not good for me. It's not good for my staff. It's not good for my clients. Take a step back, Imogen. And how do you want to be experiencing this situation instead and then I would honestly answered myself well I want to be you know I want to be able to see the opportunity in this I want to be able to inspire my clients to continue training with us even if we don't have another studio over in Netherlands and for them to come over to Vic Park in the meantime while we do find another studio you know I want to be a leader from the front from my staff and make sure that they know that their jobs are okay yeah and that's who I stepped into being. So I just changed my entire perspective. And then, you know what happened? A whole world of opportunities opened up, right? And then I could start seeing all of the good things that were coming from the situation, yeah. all the blessings that were in disguise. And these amazing places where you can put your studio. <laughs> I yeah. Believe, yeah. You should come to Fremantle. <laughs> yeah, well, that is on the cards. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. I, I can help. I will definitely be happy to have a look about because there's a lot a lot of vacancies I saw even on the street where I have office it's really a lot and and I think Fremantle needs to fill up that space because it's really it's a touristic place you know it's full place it's, there's a lot of people there there's still more and more companies coming in and uh, and I guess that corporate world is growing there you know it's really the community is getting bigger especially businesses and I think that will be a great place there's Definitely. a lot of nice, nice spots. I didn't know you lived in Fremantle. I live in Fremantle as well. <laughs> yeah, I don't live. I have office in oh. Fremantle because oh. I, I always wanted to go to Fremantle, but I this is not the right time probably to sell yeah. the house and buy the house. That means I don't want to really just, you know, do it because everybody's doing that right now and it's a great opportunity because yeah. the house here in this, this space, it didn't really go that much up or down. You know, it's, it's still okay. The price yeah. is not a big difference. Yeah. That means I don't want to just, you know, react like all market now is reacting. I will say, let's wait yeah. and we will move probably somewhere. I'm not sure where it will be, but Fremantle is my, like, I love it. It's probably the, the most favorite suburb in, yeah. uh, in Western Australia. 
Yeah. Well, we have a lot of clients who travel up from Fremantle yeah. up to our Netherlands studio. And, um, you know, so this is, this is kind of where I'm at right now. And um, we are really just also um, our Vic Park a facility has recently moved into a place called the Mind Body Lounge. And the Mind Body Lounge is a the first wellness recovery center of its kind in Australia. And um, so we are repositioning ourselves as, you know, the only EMS training company in Perth that offers recovery services. You know, we have cryotherapy in there, infrared saunas, um, lymphatic drainage and compression pants, oxygen therapy, red light therapy. And this is all really yeah. great for uh, reducing inflammation, muscle recovery. And we have lots of clients who do their 20 fit session and then jump straight into a sauna or jump yeah, straight into great. a cryotherapy. Yeah. That's awesome. Like that's, that's great. And also because it's so short, 20 minutes exercise, yeah. you can actually do something else. What is amazing because when you have usually gym, you know, one and a half hour, you don't yeah. have more time to do something else and actually calm yourself down and, and yeah. do that wellness more than just fitness. And I think that's, that's a great combination. That's awesome. Beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. So it's working really well. Yeah. And um, I'm, I'm happy with, you know, being able to, you know, just take a step back and pivot and just look at all of the opportunities that are going to come my way now. Yeah. And um, that's, yeah, how, where I currently am. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. That's beautiful. And, Look, thank you very much. I think for like all what you share, I believe we, we had a lot, lot of things to learn from you and from your journey, what I absolutely love. And that's why I love those interviews because I think it's so important to learn from people. They overcame challenges and you are, you know, business owner that is growing and you want to do more and you want to do better. You're coming up with ideas. You're trying to work on your business, not just in your business and be flat out and busy. And that's what I love because I think that's when, the great things growing that's you know when that innovations for, for community for everyone actually they're coming from people like you and I think that's just great and that's why I said you know come to Fremantle <laughs> often <laughs> in Fremantle there will be awesome addition there <laughs> yeah but I think it's great and, and I, I believe that the next for you is uh, is to open up that that studio or find a place yeah for your yeah. studio okay. yeah and Thank I think you. you know the um I, just going back to what you said as well is the the people who really make the business are the are my staff, you know. And I think you you mentioned it as well, you know, when you come in that you know the, the staff are always really yeah. welcoming and loving, and um, they are. I, I'm I'm incredibly lucky to have recruited a team who we all what really connects them to the business is that we all share the same values. We all yes. want to make a difference to people. We all, you know, our highest value is love and integrity. Yeah. Yeah. Love our values. Yeah. And um, they, you know, that they are really the, the biggest part. And, you know, I, where I see the business growing is I, I offering my staff, you know, the opportunity to move into partnerships now. So we have people stepping up into leadership roles going, okay, well, this is where I want to open my studio and this is where I want to move my studio. So it's really, um, you yeah. know, the opportunity for expansion is, um, you know, it's, it's huge. Also because, you know, I was always quite worried about um, franchising and, you know, if I would franchise, you know, would we lose the quality of the service and, yeah. you know, and dilute it? And um, 
I'm just not worried about that with the team that I have because I know that they will give my clients the same experience as I would. And I believe that that is most important part that actually people like you're an amazing leader. That will be probably first what I said, because I, I wish that every leader is approaching the business and team from from your way of view, like how you are seeing that and how you see that importance, like your people are important. Your people are most important part of the business. Mm-hmm. And I always said, because people don't think that leadership is so important. Still, there is a big gap. And when you go to companies, probably you experience that, you know, they have all amazing values, but only thing they do is actually having a meeting on Monday or Friday and they talk about values, mm-hmm. but they don't leave them. They don't, they don't show them. They don't embody them. They are not there. Like you can't see any values being alive. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's just that talking about that. And a lot of people think that's enough. And that's why I love when you said that's definitely what was happening always what I experienced in your studio. Like I felt like people really care about me, you know, like I'm there, they want to help me and they want me to feel good. And it was your staff, it was you, it was your husband. Always when I came there was was really nice. And and I wish everybody has that customer service because yeah. <laughs> that's what, what I did with my team in, in Europe when I was working for an American company as a coach. And it was just about that. It was just about that resilience, you know, problem solving, being loving and caring and always try to help. Yeah. And everybody was happy. And we just, we increased this, the customer satisfaction. It was amazing. It was mind blowing. And it's just because of people. And Definitely. that's just so important. And it's what, it's what sets you aside from the crowd, you know, like it's what makes us different from any other EMS or fitness business actually is the the service delivery and how important we find it to have it at such a high level and that every person who walks through our doors feels the love like we're giving them you know not a physical hug but they're literally (laughs) feeling that you know when they walk through and um and that we do care and I think that's sorry (laughs) yeah no because we really do yeah and I think that's that's important and I I believe that's exactly what you said it's sometimes people say you know I don't want to open business because it's the same business you know around the corner but when you have different service and delivery when you have different people because it's all about how we feel in somewhere like when we walk into something like when you're in the shop you can be in three different bunnings example Mm -hmm. and you will just go next time to the one when actually people took care of you yeah yeah, you just never walk in somewhere where you have bad experience. That means it's always about people. It doesn't matter what product you sell. No, that's <laughs> it. And, you know, what really just is like living proof of that, you know, we, we have lots and lots of clients who live right next door to one of our competitors, but they travel 45 minutes to come and train with us, you know, or all the way from Mandra or, you, you know, you know, quite a few people yeah. from down in Rockingham yeah. who travel up to train with us for 20 minutes. Like it's, you know, it says, it says a yeah. lot about a business, right? Yeah. And also because it's 20 minutes and you don't need to every do it every day, you know, it's great. Like it's definitely worth it to travel when you do it two, three times a week. It's not, you know, that big chunk of the, of the time. And instead of being in gym, well, you're spending some time in the car, but it's okay. You can do phone calls. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Uh, Anyway, Imogen, thank you very much for being here. And do you have anything what you would like to say at the end and also where we can find you? Any, any kind of advice or invitation? Yeah. Oh, look, I would, um, 
everybody is welcome down in our studio. And I think, you know, if you are feeling stuck or, you know, you just, you don't have a fitness level or you've never stepped foot into a gym before, or, you know, you do have those, I guess we call it gym anxiety, right? <laughs> then please reach out to us because there is a solution for everybody. And um, yeah, our team would just, they would love to have you down and just make you feel as comfortable as possible and just help kickstart your fitness. Because a lot of people use 20 fit for that reason in particular and what I love most is when people start coming in regularly and start to build up their strength and they build up their confidence you know and yeah. then they do get that confidence to actually go and do more because yeah. they feel stronger they feel fitter and um, yeah so if that's you then please reach out to us we do a two session trial um, just to really come down and try it and actually see if you like it there's no strings attached and um, you can find that on our website, which is www.20fit.com.au. And that's 20fit.com.au. That was the important part. Yeah. yeah. I was looking for 20 feet, it was something else somewhere <laughs> in America. I was like, ah, oh, that's not you. <laughs> nope. <laughs> Thank you very much for being here. Thank you very much for your time. Thank you and, for having me. Yeah. And I really value like all your wisdom and experience. It was beautiful. Thanks. Amazing. You've been amazing. Thank you so much. Thanks. Alex. See you okay. next time. Bye. <laughs>